I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, straight to door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all this way to be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Yeah, episode 474 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're getting close to that 500. Mm. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. Tuning in from Kansas City. 474. Oh shit! Ah, wow! Way to be ahead of the game. I'm Tony, aka MCP. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Yeah, I don't know if I can speak French. No. Chris has I been. I said, um, how do you say hello in Switzerland? That's the first one that comes up. Well, there's there's um. This phrase translates into good morning or good day. There's different parts of of Switzerland. There's a uh, French speaking portion of Switzerland where we're actually flying into um, uh, Geneva and then there's the Swiss speaking side so it's kind of interesting Yeah, but I don't speak I, anything I don't um, even speak English, y'all know that so. well, Buona sera in the evening after roughly 4pm the polite way to greet or bid farewell to someone is with Buona sera see so you're just learning something that way you can use it to your knowledge when you go out Chris has been, Chris has had this app on her phone for several Shit, it's actually probably a couple months now. Where it uh it's like a game, you know, where it teaches her how to speak French. Right. And her and Maz have been playing it together and I'm like, Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I got dollar yeah. I got dollar dollar bills, y'all. That's how that's the language there I speak. Go. That's right. You got the cream, yeah. <laughs> Typical American. Now will you be wearing your make America great again hat when you go out? Yes, there? I will be wearing my, my full on Americana. Full on Americana. There you go. Was a spoiler list? Looks like you're finishing your ice cream right now. So I am all got, finished with my ice cream, boy. boy. <laughs> you, you got some. Uh, you got some extras, man. You got us on a time crunch, so let's let's get right to it. Oh, uh, I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. Um, you know, um, I saw um, Hook. Chris um, had this. She wanted to watch Hook. I don't know why, and um, so she got it for us. And then uh, so we sat down with the family movie, right. and uh, I tell you what, family of three. Family of three, yeah. that eleven-year-old, oh. full-on Slater. Dude, Whoa! At the end of this movie, during the, like the swashbuckling, you know, mm-hmm. when they're having their sword fights and the the Lost Boys are jumping from one ship to the other, she, I looked over and her face was ear to ear, grinning, smiling. She was like, she was like that little kid, and she just was loving it, just having so much fun. That's awesome. Um, you know, this is Spielberg kind of at his, at his finest. 1991. Um, interesting, like, he ripped out a couple movies in, like, one or two years. You know, Hook, uh, 
uh, um, Jurassic Park, which obviously we've talked about a million times, and Schindler's List. I mean, just banging them out. It, it's got a six point eight on IMDb. I, I don't know why it's why. Um, it, sh- it should be better. I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, this is a high, high dollar. Um, Robin Williams is uh, amazing as Peter Pan. Um, Dustin Hoffman is brilliant as fucking Captain Hook. He's a little cheesy. I mean, it's a little campy. You know, there's these... But it's a fucking movie about Peter Pan. What the fuck are you expecting, you know? So... Um, it's old school sets. It's old school Hollywood with the big, the big epic, um, you know, set pieces and practical effects. And, uh, yeah, it's cheesy. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, maybe a teenager or um, somebody in their twenties might watch this for the first time and think it's 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 dated or it's cheesy or whatever, but. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's fun. Uh, R.I.P. You know, Rob Williams. I mean, he was meant for this. I mean, they talk about a character just perfect for it. And you even got Bob Hoskins in there, Smee, and mm-hmm. and Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's it is what it is. It's um, it's a little long, actually. It's two hours and twenty minutes long. And um, but they have to kind of build up to him becoming Peter Pan. If you guys remember the movie at all, I'm going to spoil the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, watch it with the kids, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the twins idea. would love it. So, um, I remember Rufio, the cool haircut. Yeah, uh-huh. I would see, I would see a one Rufio at a Comic Con. Oh, once in a while. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Dante Pasco. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah, high high, high dollar. dollar. Right on. Cool. Yeah, high high that's dollar. Awesome. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I could put this. I mean, it doesn't have anything. There you go. When you said it that way, Arg. Um, I'll buy that for a gold coin. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, it takes place in uh, England in like the winter time, so you could almost put this in your your Christmas wheelhouse kind of thing. Um, it doesn't. I don't. They go back to England, but they don't say why. It might be for the holidays. Maybe they did mention it, but. Um, either way, it's a lot of fun, especially now that our, that Rob Williams is gone. Yeah. Um, he was, I looked it up. He was 40 years old when he played Peter Pan. And, um, it's just such a feel good story. You know, it's about yeah, in the cartoon. I'm confused because the, the kids are all little, right? Uh, the, in Neverland. Yeah. Yeah. So the, what happens is, is Peter Pan is Peter banning Robin Williams. Not to be confused with uh, the Hulk, um, Manny, huh? <laughs> Bruce Banner. Uh, but anyways, so he's like a businessman. He's like a like a rich, successful, like entrepreneurial businessman who's who's it's that old ditty where he's you know he's abandoned his family, not abandoned, but he's like you know he doesn't pay his kids enough attention, uh, and, uh, and so they go back to England to visit family, or it's not family; it's who adopted him. And um, he doesn't know anything about his childhood. And then all of a sudden, Hook uh, kidnaps his two children. And uh, and so he has to go to Neverland to rescue his kids and, um, and re-find himself as Peter Pan. So at first, he's that 
you know, it's kind of got the like the Scrooge thing going on where he's like, I'm no kid. I'm not Peter Pan. What are you talking about? Um, but uh, when he develop when he when he realizes he's Peter Pan and he learns to fly and stuff, it's it's just a lot of fun. It's cool. It's a great, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a, yeah, we're always looking for family good family movie. So yeah, let's throw that in the rotation. Yeah, for sure. So, and then I'll say real quickly, I saw um, Mean Girls. You guys ever seen this? Yeah, you, you're starting to like, like a question, is it? Uh, like, <laughs> or like, uh, like you're not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'd never seen this before. I didn't really care to, obviously. 2004, I'm already like in my mid-20s, and this is uh, Lindsay Lohan's stepping out movie. You know, I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I didn't hear uh, Tony. Did you see it? It's a fucking classic, of course. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay. Really? So it is like it does have this cult following, right? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it many times. Yeah. I I don't get it, man. This movie bored <laughs> the shit out of me. What? You I know mean, why, Tony? You know why? Because got Amanda Seyfried. That's yep. why. He hates her. He hates know. her. That's his Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Like Tina Fey wrote the screenplay, and you got all the uh, SNL cast in there. It's very clever. Um, very witty. There's some clever moments. Not an hour and 37 minutes worth of cleverness. Um, so you were bored by that Christmas dance sequence? Uh, what Christmas dance sequence? I guess so. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember no, anything exciting. I, yeah, it bored the shit out of me. So a waste of time. Wow. That would be a waste of time. Was that the other family movie? I know it was, that was just me and Chris. Oh, you guys just wanted to watch it like out of the whim, like this? No, like so. Ironically, as my my history professor at COS, um, it's his favorite movie of all time. He was a, he was a big movie buff, and uh, you know history and you know political science and shit like that. And he he also he also teaches women's history, and um, uh, him and Chris are friendly. It's kind of a hellraiser at the college, but um. They were talking about movies because he's a movie buff, and um, he he's talked about Mean Girls and that's the cult classic, and it's great. And it's like you were saying, it's all witty and shit. And uh, and so Chris is like, "Hey, let's watch it." And I was like, "Yeah, all right, cool, whatever." So um, and they didn't do anything for you. Didn't no. laugh. I, to, I chuckled some some scenes, um, but it didn't. It it. It kind of, I don't know, it wasn't, uh, yeah, I, yeah, it didn't do anything for me. Okay, wow. Yeah. Maybe thanks if I had seen it for, when like, I was... Thanks for uh, um, um, eloquently uh, explaining why. Eloquently, like, put, yeah. It just, Thank you. Yeah, it was just boring. I mean, Chris ended up giving it a waste of time, too. Um, I think it's one of those things where if you saw it when you were younger, um you know, you could just maybe have some sentimental value. I mean, how old were you the first time you saw it? Uh, two nights ago. All right. Tony? Just kidding. <laughs> uh, when did it come out? Probably when it came 2004? Out yeah. yeah, so y- you saw it when it was new. So, um, Is Lohan at her hottest, bro? Yeah, she looks great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing that. I'm, I'm, I'm arguing the quality of the film. Dude, that's funny. Tim Meadows as a teacher was funny. Do you do you value the quality of the film based on how bored, how not bored you are? Like, how, where does that go in your metrics? 
Because it seems bored. boredom is just one small aspect of a movie. If it you talk about quality versus entertainment value. So you're saying like a movie could be good that I that I liked but, even though it was boring? Right. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. If I say a movie's boring, it's because I didn't like it. Um you know, it's gonna be forgettable. It's gonna it, it didn't grab my attention. It um I feel like I gotta look up the the the, the thesaurus for boring. I could just see like for me, I could see that something can be boring, but I could still see it being a good a good film, but it's just boring as fuck. Like an art film type thing. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean that's where we talk about the difference between movies and films. This ain't no film, motherfucker. No, I'm I just mean saying, this but... isn't Martin Scorsese produced directed Mean Girls starring Robert De Niro. You know, no, it's fucking Lindsay Lohan when she's you know, 19 or 20 years old and playing a high school kid who's nerdy and, and, uh, you know, she's the, the, she's almost an exchange student. She's her first year. She's homeschooled till she's fucking a junior in high school or some shit. And, and then, you know, it's the dynamics of high schools. Like, yeah, I get it. I'm glad I'm over that shit. Like, <laughs> I don't want to relive it through this dumbass movie, you know? So. Right. Yeah, yeah, but Hook was good. <laughs> that that he likes to relive. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, man! Fucking think good thoughts and you fly. Sign me up. All right, there you go. Yeah, I was gonna. T- I thought you were gonna play that song, uh, Tony, for early. That's that scene. <laughs> oh yeah, nah, but yeah, he's yeah he ain't, he ain't having it, so no need. And he's typing anyways. Listen to him because he was going to. He already fucking forgot. So unless he's doing math, because he's really fast at math apparently now too. So oh, you see, what's I going to say? I did want to comment. I wanted to comment on some of the, the messenger stuff that I thought was uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, you guys got busy in the last couple minutes here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it sucks about Angie trying to go watch the Joker, but the Oof, yeah, some a rough time. fucking uncomfortable shit happened. That's that uh-huh. sucks. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought that you know that's the kind of movie that I just assume watch at home. You know, um, I mean, I don't regret watching it in the theater, but that's exactly the kind of movie that we that is more and more, um, you know, skipping the big screen. So. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I mean, yeah. So, especially with all the news that was surrounding that fucking movie, and and everybody was all paranoid that you're going to have a fucking shooting in it because of the whole Dark Knight thing. And but yeah, kind of blown out of proportion, I thought. But at the same time, if I was in her position, I'd I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, well, all right, all right. Without any further ado, let's move right along. All right, all right. Tony, you got some music? What you got? Uh, like, what are you? What's the context? What? Like my music? Like right that I've listened to. Right into the homework. The homework. Oh, he wants to do the homework. Homework. See, that's what I mean. I don't know. You didn't cue that up. I didn't know if you wanted to play like if you wanted to hear your favorite song. Lately. Right. So I, I was. That's that's my point. I got. Exactly. I got a new favorite. I gotta, you gotta read what? my mind, Tony. Come on now. How yeah. are you doing this, Tony? 
That's the message you get. All right. Wait, wait. Hardy's got a new song. He said. I got a new favorite. I got new. It's it's like relevant because it's like they played on the they played on the radio like ten times a day. Oh shit. Uh, You know, my kid's like obsessed with the fucking radio, right? Because she doesn't have a phone. She doesn't have uh, you know that kind of stuff. She got an MP3 player, but I think she lost it. But uh, so she's listening to the radio every goddamn day. And uh, every once in a while, I hear a song. I'm like, "Hey, what's that up? Turn that up. I like that shit." So she she listens to the radio, the morning show hosts. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how where the fuck it's out of, but uh, you know, they prank call people and shit like that. So um, she's obsessed. She's like, hey, "If we get in the car, because you know we drive to school, she don't take a bus." So she's like, uh, "Can we can we listen to the radio on the way to school?" I'm like, <laughs> "If your ass gets ready on time, we can." <laughs> but, uh, I know where you're gonna get stuck behind that train, anyways. Yeah, no shit. So she's hoping, um, she's hoping she hears that song she wants to hear, huh? Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, uh, Ed Sheeran, "Beautiful People." I'm sure you guys are familiar with that too. Uh, uh, it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard it. I've seen the video. Here, I'll I'll uh, I'll send you the link, and then Tony, you can play the play the hook or some shit. I don't know. Uh, where the fuck is the, uh, oh yeah, you got it, you got it. Skip to the chorus, yeah. Yeah, I never heard it. Yeah, the video is kind of funny. Have you seen the video, Harley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with the, with the, uh, the regular couple getting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party, party, party in Hollywood. Yeah. What you got, Tony? Uh, I actually haven't listened to music in a while, um, but uh, spoiler alert for my weekends, um, we were going down down memory lane of exploring a bunch of shit uh the last song on here that ended up getting played at the end of the night as people were leaving recognize it oh yeah harley is that the peshmo or no here yeah oh secure it's secure, okay. Yeah. yeah, at one point we were there's there's uh Pac on, on the on the playlist, there's uh Easy E, like they and these weren't coming from me, these were coming from our friends that were over, like Hello, all sir. right. Cool. We had, oh. Oh. Hey. Hey, oh we lost you for a second. Oh. I was navigating. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting night. There's a lot of different <laughs> different music requests. Uh, there was some disco. There was some Easy E. There was some Pac. It was like all over the place. Hmm. All the spectrum. Yeah. Got some electro swing, but yeah. yeah it was a pretty, so that's good spoiler time. alert for the weekend. Then. The fuck is yeah. electro swing? Uh, Never heard that before. What do you think it is? Some of seller. That kind of music. 
Hmm. Like dance music meets big band swing kind of thing? Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, find the one that... sounds like. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Never heard that before. Yeah, good stuff. Right on. Yeah. I see you the mine on Messenger there. Went down a rabbit hole and uh, was looking up covers and then came across a cover of this song. But then I was like, you know, I want to listen to the original. And I fucking love this original. Oh, Bjork. I want to turn that up for some bass. Yeah, Bjork's cool. Yeah, Hyperballad. That's a that's a badass song. And it kicks in too. It kind of gets a little dancey. Uh, Nelly Hooper produced it. He did a lot of trip hop back in the day. Massive Attack. Make mm. a pimp. He produced like her first two albums. Get to that 247 mark and then, uh, so I heard a live version of this. Man, it was awesome. Cool. Yeah, look at that. Got some Ed Sheeran, some Bjork, and whatever the fuck Tony played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had cured, though. He, he had, had cured. Cure. He had, he had, a, he had, a, he had some, um, some, what, how would you, how would you put it? Just, uh, not normal music, I was going to say, but, you know, <laughs> normal classic music. 80s. Here's uh, classic. Oh, there you go. And he's, and he's back. <laughs> 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 there was a one-hour playlist that I found for Electro Swing. Don't worry, a matter of time. Yeah. All right. Right on, right on. Right on, right on. It's from Electric Swing to the homework. Yeah, what was the homework? Swing your ass over here. Who had yeah. it? Who had the homework? I did. I did. I picked Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm a fan, but not a huge fan of Spike Lee. Um, I think I'm a fan, but not a huge fan of Spike Lee. God, yeah, like uh, when he does movies about race, about racism, uh, he it's kind of his wheelhouse, and he knows what he's doing. I think Do the Right Thing is probably one of the the greatest films on racism in New York kind of thing. Um, Malcolm X, Denzel Washington is uh, really, really good. Um, some of his most recent stuff, um, uh, Red Hook Summer wasn't especially um, good. There's something else, too. Um, I never saw it. Uh, Chai Rock. Um, I never saw Old Boy either. Uh, I never saw Miracle on St. Anna. But a lot of these films kind of didn't do critically well. I mean, Old Boy's got a 5.7 on IMDb, but it's just kind of like a revenge flick, you know? Um, Miracle of St. Anna also got a 6.1 on IMDb. So, 
Um, but neither here nor there. So we're, we're reviewing Black Klansman. So, um, but this was kind of like, this is his wheelhouse, right? Civil rights period, uh, America, um, Ron Stallworth, an African-American police officer from Colorado Springs, Colorado, successfully manages to infiltrate the local KKK branch with the help of a Jewish surrogate who eventually becomes its leader based on actual events. So I looked it up. It's based on a book written by the real Ron Stallworth, who, in fact, is the first African-American uh, cop in Colorado Springs in uh, 79 is when the real life took place. And in the, in the movie, for some reason, they, they bumped it to 72. Not mm. sure why, but um, music. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so it is, it says biography, crime, drama. And I feel like there should be a fourth comedy. Uh, and I, if if I remember right, I remember seeing the trailer um, when this was like newish, and it was like the trailer kind of made it out to be a comedy, um, because the the context is so bizarre. Um, and then I was like, we were like halfway through the movie, and I was like, who the fuck is this John David Washington character, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. his voice sounds familiar, but I don't recognize his face. And then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, shit. He's Denzel Washington's kid. Mm-hmm. No idea. Mm-hmm. And he sounds just like him. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the scenes where he was, like, getting all, like, you know, um, you know, ironically, he's, like, he's um, projecting his dad playing Malcolm X, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, this is absolutely perfect. And he's really good in it. Um, you know, he has to play this like super nerdy white guy over the phone. Right. You know, this is one of those movies that a lot of the movie takes place over people talking on the phone, which could bore right. the shit out of people. <laughs> um, you know, I happen to be interested in the subject matter, so I'm kind of it, it's you know I'm kind of it, it's, it's my wheelhouse kind of thing. Um, right. it, you know, it could be boring, especially if you're kind of not you know if you're a racist, you'd be you know you'd probably hate the movie. But um, and so he gets Adam Driver, who plays a Jewish American, to play the face of Ron Stallworth. He sounds nothing like Ron Stallworth, but he manages to convince the dumbest bunch of fucking hillbillies on this side of the Mississippi. And it makes for a pretty interesting film. Um, it has a couple little Spike Lee joint-isms. It's got the uh, the characters on the track at the very end. I was kind of shoehorned in there, but... Um, but it's done well. It's it's uh, got a seven point five on IMDb. I'd say deservingly well. It's a good watch. It is a little long for probably some people two fifteen, uh, but it tries to cover a lot. Um, it has some some kind of the cliches. He's an undercover cop. He can't tell the girl, uh, and when he does, it all kind of comes apart, kind of thing. You know, these, these are cliches we've seen done time and time again. And I don't know that Spike Lee does them the best. Um, but tackling the subject matter 
and the absurdity of it and making it legit. And then at the end, the very end, um, showing real life footage from most recent race hate crimes and, and, um, you know, attacks, uh, I thought was a, an interesting bullet point on, on a movie that struggles sometimes, I would say, on balancing between really heavy, serious um, commentary and at the same time almost making light of it. There's, there's some scenes where the KKK guys, the local chapter, they're so fucking stupid and they're they're the the uh, Felix and his wife, right? I mean, these are the dumbest fucking nitwits on the planet. I mean, they are just they're insultingly they're comically dumb. And the drunk one who's always drunk, the big guy. I mean, just so fuck fucking you. mouth breather. Oh, it's it's so it's it's funny. I mean, it's 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 laughable. And then them just going on their racist tirades, um, which is it's funny because I. You know, I fancy myself a history buff. I had no idea that the KKK was so hostile towards Jewish people, too. Because last time I checked, I think almost all Jewish people are white. <laughs> and But they're an inferior race, but the whites are the superior race. I'm kind of confused on that. If, if, I feel like they got some double standards going on there. So, um. And the real life David Duke is in fact a, a Holocaust denier. <laughs> okay, which is always fucking fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think you know we watch a movie like this and we go, oh, you know, civil rights time, and you know we've had a black president and all that shit's way behind us. But they say at the very beginning of the movie, and it's you know it, it, it was poignant, you know. When the guy's like, you think we'd have a racist as a president? Never going to happen. Wink. You know? <laughs> and so um, I, I think in today's, you know, in 2019, when we think a lot of this stuff is behind us, um, of course, we have a new N, N word. And it's an illegal immigrant from Mexico. You know? It's not, it's not from Africa anymore. It's all the it's all the uh, the wall jumpers from Mexico. They're gonna they're, the Nicaraguan. Yeah, they're destroying our country. One, you know, uh, South American country at a time. Chupacabra. So, yeah, you guys don't see it because you're in Southern California. But I'll you tell you say up. we don't see it because we ain't we ain't, we we blind to the fact we ain't woke. Is that what you're trying to say? No, <laughs> but you come up here we to hillbilly land. You come up here to hillbilly okay. land. What do you see out there? What do you see out there we don't have out here? We're closer to the border than you are. That's what I'm saying. I'm far from the border. I'm closer to Canadian border than you guys. But racism and prejudice is alive and well. And it's sad. And and I don't, I, yeah, I know, I don't know why you hate I don't know why you hate New Zealanders so much. <laughs> kind of messed up. They all live on an island, stay on their island. You know. <laughs> they're trying to infiltrate my my Australian brethren. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Boy. Grassman and over here. Um, Good day, mate. So, and, and you know, again, I, I don't want to project my own political beliefs on a movie. Really? 
and say the movie is good or bad based on how many review the movie the first and then but I review the movie first. The movie has its flaws. It's got some issues. It's got some pacing issues about uh, halfway. I think at the beginning of the third act, it kind of it's got some weird like editing maybe issues. I'm not sure. Um, I thought it kind of it, it had some pacing issues. I'll say that one more time. Um, it's not a perfect film, uh, but I think it's it's a tough one. It's really ambitious to pull off this movie. The fact that it's based on a true story is batshit crazy. Um, it it's it's very interesting, uh, very interesting subject matter. Obviously, you watch the trailer and you're like, "What the fuck are you?" You know, I mean, the title, uh, you know, the DVD cover says "Based on a crazy, outrageous, incredible true story," and that you know, look it up on Wikipedia. It's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, batshit, if you ask me. And I think Lee does a good job of balancing, um, you know, this is not an action flick. Um, it's basically just a lot of, a lot of hillbillies saying the N word. And, uh, and then we get a couple little scenes. We get a couple real, um, uh, poignant scenes. Uh, Stokely Carmichael is speaking at the beginning of the movie. That was, that was really well done. And then the, the scene at the end, um, I don't remember though. I, it was one of the issues that I I was like, who who is this guy that's talking on the chair and he's he's telling about the little boy that was lynched? Um, yeah, I don't know what that that this, there was that that scene kind of felt like shoehorned in just to talk about uh, uh, racism. Wait, wait, the 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 black guy, the black old guy talking about yeah. telling yeah, his story that? at the same time as the white guy was telling yeah. his story. That was like the most important part of the film. It was, but I don't know who he was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so you didn't know either, motherfucker. No, no. But it, it just shows that it's it's on both sides. Both sides are taking uh, the saying one person did a bad thing; they are all bad, and just extrapolating that and running with it. And they're both it, the 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 issue is that they're forming a group against another group. That's that's a hate group and they're they're doing the same thing yes they're doing it from a victim point of view but they're they they end up creating a group that does just providing hate the other way it's like that's what that scene was showing it's like this is this, this is it's dangerous on both sides is what what that that showed me like the like our main character he was he was like you know he's like well i don't use the word pig you know it's, it's just a cop not all cops are bad and that's that's the idea that I feel like the movie part one one of the ideas that I was trying to put out there. I agree yeah. it has its flaws and that it it didn't it it wasn't maintaining its its point of view consistently like it it was you kind of had to reach to to figure that out you know um and the pacing yeah it it, it if I would have known this was Spike Lee I think I would have it would have been more at ease in the beginning of the film. Because I could not figure mm. out if it was trying to be a comedy or a drama or what the fuck or it, black exploitation. It does, it does have that traditional where it kind of struggles a little bit. Like, right. wait, are you trying to be funny? Because this is like really heavy yeah, subject yeah. matter, and you're kind of making light of it. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, otherwise it just it'd be it'd be too much of a grind. I think to watch the movie. Um, does that make sense? Like it would be too heavy, you know. Like uh, Detroit. Detroit was really heavy. It was 
it was hard to watch because it was just so so negative. And this one was a lot easier to watch because it had these laughable moments of just showing how absurd you know racism is kind of thing. Um, and so uh, it, it it can yeah yeah sorry I didn't mean to interrupt but I guess I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah yeah. But it it you get to the end and it and it you know puts in all the uh the relevant you know current news you know how it ties it into how it the current events um and it kind of makes the absurd the, the absurdity that you were kind of pointing out from the beginning is like well it, it's 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 real i can't i can't laugh at it because it's fucking happening like it's not just a yeah. movie so that it 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 it, it Maybe that was the point. Maybe the point was to to say, "Hey guys, this isn't funny." You know, even though you know, I just I just made most of this movie kind of to- towing that edge of it's just funny, guys. It, it, you you run into the you run the risk of of almost trivializing it if you put too much humor in it. Yeah. And so then he just right at the end he's like, "Nope, this is real, guys." Oh no! This is serious, this is and serious I'm going to hit shit. you with some tear jerkers. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Um, it's and, a hard, it's a hard balance, right? You know. Yeah. You want to, you want to, um, you want to uh, have a mess, message, or you want to tell, you know, a, a drama story. But if you have little elements of comedy, you no, know, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. Help relieve the tension yeah. a little bit. Right. Exactly. Right, and I think if that's too much. Then it's hard to take serious. Right? And I think that's yeah. what he wanted to accomplish. He wanted to bring people in with this idea of a dramatic comedy exploitation ish thing. He calls it Black mm-hmm. Klansman with three Ks. It's like, what the fuck, really? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he starts the movie off with some. I can't remember the line that's right at the beginning, um, but I was like, R- really? That that's how we're starting this off? I was like, okay, this is gonna be a, <laughs> this is gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a comedy. You know, it's like, you know, it's like slapstick mm-hmm. even. Like I, I was like ready ready for that. Um, and and then he 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 gets you to to watch and he's like okay now that i have your attention here's the real shit <laughs> that's it feels like that's what he that's what he does you know that's 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 his thing mhm it's a good job you got us to watch and <laughs> <laughs> now what about you Bonzo? yeah um uh Denzel's kid is very charismatic man he's just like his pops man um, easy to like um, just carry a movie by himself, you know. Um, coincidentally, Adam Driver as a cop it was funny to see him in a different role. <laughs> like He's light really there. good. I thought his performance yeah. was—he kind of stole the show because he—he he has to sort of—he has to be a regular cop who kind of has to toe the party line. And then that scene at, in the midway where he goes like, "I wasn't raised Jewish. Like, I don't really—it's not like Jew." You know, I look in the mirror and I go, there's a Jew. Like, I just, it's just not part of me. But now I kind of do feel like, um, because obviously that I didn't, and again, I didn't know this is my own ignorance. Uh, you know, I didn't know how um, anti Semitic the uh, KKK was. I thought they just hated anybody that didn't look like them. Now I <laughs> realize they hate people that look like them too. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're dark haired versus light haired type thing. I think that's originally. How they separated them? Like they would identify them. So the whole blonde hair, blue eye thing again? 
I, I think that's where it started. And hey, somebody mentioned it. Somebody said something, yeah. didn't they? I mean, I don't know the history. I, I, I mean, I think they're I think they're running out of blonde hair, blue eyed people. <laughs> <laughs> Especially crazy races. I mean, even their president doesn't have blonde hair. He's got orange hair. So I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. You know, all you know. Stop, um, stop trying to um, apply logic to this. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. I know. Yeah. It's 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 a tough one. Sorry, Fonzie, you were saying. No, I was going to say Michael Buscemi, who plays who, who mm-hmm. plays, uh, Jimmy Creek. He's Steve Buscemi's brother. Yeah, you can tell too. Just yeah, you look at him. him. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And listening to him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when this trailer came out, and I was like, "What? This? What the hell? This is? This can't be real." He said, "Based on actual events." I'm like. But that's just crazy. It's like, like, how is that even possible, right? <laughs> you know, even watching him too, like when she's having, he's on the phone, he's talking to him. Like these dumb motherfuckers, they actually believe him, right? And uh, he's like brand new in the forest, and he's telling the cat what to do. Like he's like, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm like, damn, like they're really hyping this fool up, or like I'm like, unless they're trying to shorten it, you know, from the actual story to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, that's when chuckles, you know, and being smooth as fuck talking to ladies. I'm like, yeah, you must get that from your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, like you, like, that was the one thing too when you were like when you said that Harlem Life, you said that where they're like they they would um, poke fun of Jews and and uh, I'm sure Jews come in different you know races too. But it's just weird that like um, I thought it's gonna be just kind of um, plain simple, where it's just white and black, not you know. Um, I think in case just hate white. I didn't know they had problems with Jewish people too. So kind of, that was kind of like, huh? You know, it's amazing. Yeah, I was like, okay. That, I mean, and I, and, sure. I, and uh, I know they've been, you know, all the races, all the races are obviously have always been against gays. Um, I'm sure they hate brown people just as much. I mean, um, it's not like they're they're welcoming all Mexicans in. Um. It's, and the hatred is spread out evenly to everyone, right? Right. Anyone who's yeah. not them. You got thing. eyeballs. You got a brain. You got you got feet. You got hands. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But interesting. You know, I, I'm I'm kind of like with you, Harley, with uh, with Spike Lee movies. You know, there's a couple mm-hmm. of like here and there, but I'm not like, oh man, the new Spike Lee joint. So I gotta watch it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like that. So, but but this was in it. This was this one had my attention the entire time. You know, didn't get really too boring and. um and uh, like that scene you guys were talking about with the uh, with the older black gentleman talking and the and the inter, uh, the other scenes from the other other guy, uh, yeah. Duke talking, was really well done. Like Tony's saying, you know, you, you're getting it from both sides. Um, and I thought that was an interesting take too, where um, just like Tony said, you're you're uh, you're getting hatred from both sides, and it's still like that too. You know, there's a comedian I was listening to where he's saying, you know. Who are the most racist people? And he's like, well, actually, everyone's racist, right? It's like Asians, you know, are racist about some people, and uh, it's vice versa. I don't know if you guys heard of growing up, you know, you would hear things, or you hear people. There's different times back then, maybe more more so now when someone says something that was maybe like it was offensive, but not as bad. But you hear yeah. it, and you're like, holy shit, that's, you know, well, yeah, because you're, like, you're, you're an adult. Yeah. Well, I notice it, I live up here, right? And it's a very rural part of it's one of the few counties that votes Republican in almost all elections. Um, it is historically very uh, agricultural up here. Um, there's a large population of um, not Vietnamese, but um, 
like Laotian or something like that. Um, and they have a relatively um, s- sort of um, they have a large enough population up here that um, they can kind of like like have an identity. Um, but a lot of the old school Siskiyou Countyans that were honkies that were raised are very outspoken against them. But for the most part, everybody you meet up here is very like, oh, I'm not prejudiced. I'm not racist. What are we going to do about them illegal immigrants? We got to get rid of them. Stop them. Build the wall. They have very, very racist beliefs, but they don't consider themselves racist. Well, I yeah. mean, it, it's, it's one of when those... Somebody's, when somebody's quick to point... Hold on, let me finish. Okay. When somebody's quick to point out the color of somebody's skin when they want to say something disparaging about them, or when somebody has to defend their belief, like Trump, he stands up, I'm the least racist person in the world. Anybody who says they're the least anything thus protests too much. You know, I got no problems with gays. I, I, I got lots of gay friends, lots of gay friends. Love them. They're great. Great people. Awesome. You know, it's like, it, it it raises a red flag, and we have a lot of those up here. We have a lot of, like, closeted prejudiced people. And I don't think they know it themselves. I think they genuinely sort of, they just believe in these general inequalities. All Mexicans are poor. All black people are dumb and poor. They believe they just sort of, I'm not racist. It's just a fact. You know what I mean? And so, and I think there's a lot of that in America um, that it's just sort of like under the radar. And like you pointed out, as we get older, it's a little more like we recognize it more, you know, Um, just believing in the stereotypes. You know, when we were kids, we were like, uh, yeah, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. you guys hear that new Dr. Dre album? Because that shit is dope, yo. <laughs> to, to, you <laughs> but, but, you know, to some people, they're like, oh, listen to that filthy rap music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stereotyping it. And, you know, the people, the very people who say that shit don't consider those, themselves. It's not, the, it's not the cleanest PG either, right? Lyrically or <laughs> oh, I mean, it's only, that could be offensive and, you know, um well, sure. No, I am not arguing. That, uh, I'm not arguing that the contact matter of gangster rap cannot be offensive to a lot of people. Sure, um, but you don't stereotype black people of all being, you know, gangsters. And a lot they of people, they kind of do, though, right? Well, that's the point. I mean, yes, exactly, and that's the problem. Those those very people that don't consider themselves prejudiced believe those stereotypes, and so um, you know, if you took a poll in America are you a racist? You're going to have, you know, 10% people raising their hand go, fuck yeah, I'm a racist. I hate all blacks. I hate all Mexicans. You know, or maybe it's less. Like hardly every, every, every well, episode. Because that's the, well, that's the problem. You just said it. People define racism as hate, but racism is so much bigger than hate. Yes. Racism. Like, like you were, like you're saying, assuming a, a assuming, Stereotype. A stereotype and treating someone differently because of it—that's racism. But people don't recognize that it is. They're like, they "No, don't. I don't. I don't hate them. 
as yeah. they you know as they you know scooch over on the on the on the sidewalk mm-hmm. so they don't don't touch you know they get further away from them they don't they don't they don't feel hate so like no of course i'm not racist you know like there's there's definitely a a um a a big gap in yeah. what people and how and, and people's definition of it and how they behave and they just don't understand yeah. that that racism is more than just the hate stuff yes we don't have to be lynching people anymore to still be racist. Right. And while we've outlawed and made it essentially illegal to to discriminate, it still happens every day. Well, and that's kind of bringing it back into the movie is that's kind of what the movie was trying to point out in certain parts. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a good job of, of giving us something to take with us beyond the, you know, just the, the, spectacle the realization like fuck yeah things are bad and yeah, now what you know the movie yeah. at, at certain points it tried to say okay do you fight it head on or do you try to change it from the inside and that's kind of like what you pointed out Harley. It's like yeah we've made systemic changes to how we you know how we treat people and it hasn't helped but the movie didn't address that it just it kind of put it out there put the idea out there but they didn't go anywhere with it so I feel like that's unless I miss something. No, no, and I I think you're right there, and I and I think it, it you know, from historical standpoint, and the movie does talk about this. You're talking about the uh, the scene at the end. Uh, Harry Belafonte is the actor playing the role. He's a famous musician and actor from the '50s all the way back into the '50s, um, and he is playing Jerome Turner which was a United States district judge of the United States court of Western district of Tennessee. So uh, he might've been some sort of civil rights leader in the seventies. He was, he, he was a private lawyer from 67 to 88. So, um, but it, it, it addresses the, you know, is change going to happen? I always used to compare uh, MLK to Malcolm X. And early Malcolm X was a militant. And then the movie, they bring up the Black Panther Party again, very openly, um, in some ways, almost for segregation um, in the sense of, you know, the, the pendulum, I always say the pendulum swinging the other way. It was almost reverse racism or the more peaceful uh, MLK where you just preach love to everybody and everybody's your fellow man. So what is going to create change? Is it slowly the peaceful protests or is it a more civil war like outcome that we saw 150 years ago? Um, Does blood need to be shed to see real change? Um, And I vacillate myself and I think the movie doesn't take a side of that. Um, Ron Stallworth, I think is a little more passive, a little more, I want to change it from the inside out. Mm. And his love interest is a little more Malcolm X and a little more, no, we got to fight for it. And in order to fight for it, we are going to, we're, we're not just equal, we're better kind of thing. Um, and so I, it's interesting and it creates, much bigger topics of discussion to, you know, beyond the scope of a podcast about reviewing a movie. But, um, and I think ultimately we've pointed out any movie 
that inspires this kind of talk, I think, is worth a dollar. Um, but this alone, on its own, I think, was done well enough. Um, a majority of audiences are going to appreciate it and, and at least feel a little enlightened um, and inspired um, to realize that it is based on a true story, uh, no matter how insane that is. <laughs> Right. Uh, so ultimately, yeah, it gets a it gets a solid dollar for sure. Wow! I'd buy that for a dollar. I thought we were gonna get some kind of like Get Out or some mis uh, mis um, identification of a certain character, you know, and something bad, something bad was gonna happen or something. Uh, you know, that's, you know what I'm talking about? No, it's gonna be no, big. I don't want to, you know, yeah, is this spoiler territory. Uh, I, probably, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, I was uh, I was enjoyed. I didn't find it you know too boring at all. Um, just a fun weird premise. Like I said, it doesn't say comedy at all in there, but uh, yeah, I, I chuckled too. And I think it's, I mean, I don't see it being that um, that offensive where it's like you know constantly on you, you know, where it's like every five seconds, like these these guys are racist. Look how bad they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, never gets, it never gets to that point, so you know, appreciate that. I mean, they even ask him in the beginning when they're interviewing, like, "Why would you want to be a cop?" You know, are you going to be upset when someone says something like right off the bat? Yeah. Um. So you know, and he's just totally serious, so professional. So I'm like, cool. We'll see, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes, I guess. Um. But yeah, at the end of the day, I I, I had a good time with it. I can give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um. It's it's it feels like it's one of those you can't help but give it a dollar. It's documentary-ish biography you know like it's 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 a real life event and it's 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 hard to it's hard to give the it's hard to you know review those especially on this podcast um Mm -hmm. because it's like i'm not really entertained but i'm not bored (laughs) you know it's like i'm educated um there's some stuff that was amusing and there's uh, stuff that was enlightening uh, it's like and there is a little smidge of entertainment here and there um but mostly it was eye-opening and you know the the like like you said the the whole how um i knew the nazis were against the jews but the the, the kkk adopted that too like I, I, that was news um i guess they're essentially just neo-nazis and right words. right um although they they were, you know, they were, they came before the Holocaust. And I, I, I can't help but wonder if um, maybe the anti-Semitic belief didn't come until after the Holocaust. Because, you know, the KKK was sort of invented after the Civil War. And, um, but I think it gained popularity during the Civil Rights Movement because of the pushback, obviously. Um, but they had a new, a new villain as well. And that was um, the Jews. And so how do you villainize a group of people that just lost a large percentage of their population? You just claim that it didn't happen. <laughs> so your boy Bill Duke, or not Bill Duke, I'm sorry. That is, somebody slapped me in the face. Not Bill Duke, the Grand Wizard fucking, what the? <laughs> David fuck? Duke. David Duke, thank you. Over Grace, yeah. Uh, yeah, he just has to deny it. I mean, and there's that is a real thing. Like, there's a ton of Holocaust deniers. 
which again is insane in and of itself but um uh yeah so anyways uh yeah yeah i struggle with like would i ever want to watch this again and i i would i'd be willing to watch it again i wouldn't be in a hurry to watch it again um i think adam driver's performance is really really good i think he was the strength of the film um you know, for the majority of the parts, um, John David Washington is just talking on the phone through most of the movie. He's got a couple scenes where he, he gets to really spout some heavy, um, some uh, heavy uh, uh, dialogue. Um, but I, I would actually argue that um, Adam Driver is kind of the main character in that regards. Um, he's doing more of the interacting with the with the KKK guys, and so he has to like. You know, be cool, you know, and say those filthy Jews kind of thing. And, uh, you know, the, the lie detector test scene was heavy and kind of in, in, intimidating. And so, um, so, but yeah, it's a, it, most people are not going to go watch this movie again, for sure. Um, but it's certainly worth a one time watch, that's for sure. Yeah, so I got to give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Certified. Certified. Yeah, I mean it's got kind of a making of that. Did we uh did we say we were gambling on this or anything? Uh let's see. As far as I know, we've opened the up the floodgates on gambling. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. It's fun. It's fun season. Lock yourselves out. Yeah. So alright. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. There's your buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. So, uh, okay, you're waiting for some points totals here. Reed... From the NZ, 31 points. Art, straight out of Riverside or fucking San Bernardino, wherever the fuck he's from. 27. D from Honduran or whatever that dirty brown country is down there. 24. And the lovely Angelina from Ramona or some shit. 23 points. She had a tough last week. So, so yeah, what do you guys got? Let's go. Hello there, bad boys. This is the Reverend Al and calling about the movie. The Hunt the Hollywood <laughs> Pick Call. Fuck, what's the movie called? The Black Clansman. I'll take offense to that real quick. Al Sharpton sounds a lot like Chris Rock. Mm. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> But since brother, brother Denzel Washington's brother or son, whatever, brother Washington's son, then I will take it. Uh, a good movie show how the white man, I repeat, how the white man has subjugated the black man around this country and tried to hold us down. You want to hold us down because the white man don't want the black man and the brown brothers to get ahead. But this movie, I'm going to say, Harlan Mines going to feel some white guilt, which he should, which he should, and he should also... Pay some reparations for what his forefathers did to 
fathers have done to our people. But I'm going to say, other than that, Halabas going to Hadala, as he should, who we should give us later. But I don't think Hubs and Hadamon will. So Hadala, Man, Brother Man, I know Brother Fonzo, the most uh, charismatic of the bad boys. I'm going to say, he gave it a dollar, and I don't know about that robotic MCP. I'm going to say, he gave it a dollar, and I don't know if it's his Rolodex, but his Rolodex needs to get with the time. So that's it, brothers. <laughs> I'll check you out later. Tony, is your robot dick with the times? What? He said Rolodex. My oh. <laughs> what did I hear robot uh, dick? Robot dick. <laughs> well, if only I could name the podcast that. Uh, <laughs> you could name it like robot. Robot junk. decks? <laughs> robot junk? <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Art. Good job. Yeah, did he, did he gamble? He always gambles later. Let's see. Later. Hey, hey y'all. Nope. Yep. Here we go. So, but that alone is worth uh, five points. So that put him up to thirty-one. No, Seriously, 32. this is this is the one that they should be gambling on. This is like a no-brainer. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. So. All right, here's next number two. Howdy, boys! Ooh-wee. Did y'all pick a movie this week? I'm talking about the Black Klansman for the homework. Holly picked it, oh, and we know the... Harlan. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I keep interrupting. Uh, he kind of a, we joke around that he kind of racist and he's trying to say that he picked it because it's a Spike Lee joint movie but mm, I don't know something tells me he's just got a little bit of pride watching this movie but uh, I'm just kidding uh, but I am going to say that Harley is going to give it a high dollar Alfonso is going to give it a dollar and MCP is going to give it a dollar mm. and I think it's worth watching and I we fixing a bit. Mm, two points on that one. Okay. Oh, only oh. two. Mm. Should have gone twenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll score her uh, three, four, five, six, seven points. So that'll put her up to thirty. Yeah. All right. So that that puts her right up there with uh, Reed and Art now. Boom. Yeah. See. Going on, bad boys. Dean here. Um, oh shit! Going on, sorry. bad boys. Who is he impersonating? I was gonna say, who is that? Nicholas Cage? I don't think so. I'm just out of it, so I'm just gonna get right to the picks. <laughs> Hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, Vicodin OD is not an accent. You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard fantastic reviews on that movie. I think Harley's going to give it a Slater. Tony and Fonzo are going to give it a dollar. Uh, Zombieland? Nope. All right. No gambling. No gambling. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, yeah, it's a tough one. 
Howdy, bad boys. Oh, <laughs> this week we got the Black Clack Clansman. <laughs> and, uh, what he did there? Well, Harley, we all know how he loves him, him K meetings. His so, uh, <laughs> K meetings? Oh, his K meetings. Very nice. Ketamine like, meetings. Well, I think he's going to give this one a high dollar. <laughs> uh, I think Tony, well, he's going to enjoy this film because it's a Spike Lee joint. And uh, he led him to Spike Lee, so he get this film a dollar. And uh, well, Alfonso, well, he loved this film too. So <laughs> he give it a high dollar. So that's a dollar for all around, y'all. And uh, I ain't going to bet no points because I don't want to. Lost. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Colonel Sanders. I mean, Reed. <laughs> Everybody just. And he sound like an old, old southern, like a southern oh, white yeah. man. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, they're all racist, so he did it perfect. Oh, <laughs> ah, wow, okay. So, like game recognizing game, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, they all did. They all nailed it, except for D. Ironically, the certified D guy <laughs> didn't guess guess it. Yeah, remember when we first met, mentioned that he he kept uh, he liked he kept saying it. A certified me, and then he goes, oh, "I'm just kidding." Certified yeah. D, yeah. he doesn't do it anymore. Like he's like embarrassed or something. <sighs> so, oh, you guys want some points? Uh, that'd be nice. Yes. I almost don't want to give them to you because I'm, oh, wait you're, still count, you're still counting. You son of a bitch. Well, no, I think Art is probably gonna you know oh. change it up. So, um, uh, yeah. So uh, D got two, so that puts him at twenty six. Uh, Art, as of yet, scored five, so that puts him at thirty two. Uh, Reed scored five, no gambles, so that puts him at 36. And Angie, that puts her at five, six, seven, so seven points. So that's her at 30. So uh, Reed still in a strong lead, but Art and Angie are real close now. All right, so moving on. Yeah, Zombie, Zombie Land. Yeah, I heard I caught that Zombie Land sequels coming out, so I was like, "Yeah, let's 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 do it. Let's yeah. let's prepare." Zombie Land, two thousand nine. Shy student trying to reach his family in Ohio. A gun-toting tough guy trying to find the last Twinkie, and a pair of sisters trying to get to an amusement park. Join forces to travel across a zombie-filled America. That old chestnut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie is, w- without me realizing it, ten years old. Yeah. So, I mean, that's crazy. Wow. That is crazy. 
It just feels like, oh yeah, that movie's like three or four years old. <laughs> nope, it's ten years old. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, still good though. I I forgot how much I I liked this movie, how much I enjoyed it, and then then the 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 text started. It was just showing up on screen. Well, well, the intro, like all the slow mo kills mm. at the beginning oh, yeah. the zombies chasing things and it was yeah. like they'd spin the 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 intro the title credits like they would That's run into the, the opening credits uh in a movie in a yeah. long time yeah i was like That's oh right. that's right it's filled with that kind of stuff uh-huh. yeah um, they go through all the rules and everything yeah you know, yeah all of all of his rules um like it'll 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 pop up in the background and it'll be part of the environment like it'll mm, it'll right. fall like a piece of metal falling off the the grill of the truck and it'll make a clanking sound you know it's like it, it's cool it, it's it's that's definitely something i enjoy uh when when movies do that um very creative for sure yeah so i mean that, and that's just that's just that part <laughs> there's the whole storyline that they put together you know following jesse eisenberg um surviving uh and and uh running around in a parking lot <laughs> like with the, with the zombies chasing him, I mean, cardio, yeah, cardio, man. That's yeah, that's the number one rule. Yeah, CrossFit was why CrossFit. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe CrossFit will be in the second one. In the second one, uh, that'd yeah. be hilarious. That'd be awesome. But you forget too what the fucking play Metallica too to the credits. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. It's, it's fun. I like I, when he meets up with uh, Woody Harrelson and, and yeah. That the duo, you know, that comes from different 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 strokes of life, it's like joining together, having that uh, that comedy duo. Uh, That'd be a decent it, title for the podcast: "Different Strokes of Life." Yeah, I mean, I feel if I blurted that one out, I'd, I'd get more laugh. But I like you, I like I like zombie stripper boobs. Different <laughs> different strokes of life. I like that. Yeah, write that one down. There you go. Maybe contender. It's not as funny as a podcast title, so we'll save it for <laughs> some other time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is good shit. Like, I kept watching it, and and late, oh, it was Laney's first time too. So I was I was oh, giddy. Wait. I was giddy with you know like waiting for for scenes to come on and 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 seeing her reaction and whatnot. Um, so it, it was it was fun. It was a fun revisit. How many times have you seen this? Uh, I was just trying to think about when was the last time I saw this. I, I I've probably seen it a handful of times, maybe four or five times. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, this was the second. Oh okay. Yeah, and I remember liking it the first time, but it was still. I was a little uh, like I couldn't remember if I was how how much I liked it or not. So. Fonzo, you've seen it a bunch of times, or how many times? Yeah, I'm trying to think of yeah when it first came out. We're watching it. Uh, I think when it came on DVD, I think I watched it a couple of times. I mean, the, the the zombie genre hadn't been too flooded, I think, at the time, or maybe it was because there's a lot of cliches. Yeah, I think it was, but the comedic, the comedic tone of this one, I think, was relatively new yeah. and original. Um. Because I mean, when did Shaun of the Dead come out? I don't know. Let me look it up. 
This is 2009. I want to say Sean Day was like way before. Four. 2004. Yeah. Yeah. See. So they had. Yeah. So they had. Um. Yeah. I mean, like I said, cause remember there was like a trend of a bunch of them coming out. There was like um, like the three kids in the apocalypse or something. And um. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to remember. There's a bunch of other ones, but this one was cool. It was different because it had like a. Like now, when they showed the trailers for the second one, it's got like Academy Award nominee Jesse Eisenberg, Academy Award winner or Academy Award nominee Woody Harrelson, Academy Award winner Emma Stone, you know, and everybody else. Yeah. And it was just like a different ragtag, like a like a team, like of like, huh? You got Emma Stone, who was like, you know, pretty hot at the time, doing a bunch of stuff. Eisenberg was just coming up, I think. I don't know if he had done Social Network yet. Maybe he did or not. I can't remember. I'm I mean, sure, yeah. everybody remembers Abigail from My Little Son. Um, was it? Sunshine, what's it called? That was she oh, was. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. kind of the weakest link in the movie, but yeah, she's a little bit sunshine. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she doesn't have really much to work with. Um, uh, the social network was uh 2010, so just after this, okay, yeah, yeah. So it was just more of um, you know, what, what, what do you want to see in the cool zombie movie, you know, and some comedy? You get cool, like death scenes, you know, you're getting slow zombies, you're getting running Hard zombies, art. yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, you get little kid zombies. You get you know you get the mom driving away in her family van now wearing the seatbelt, oh, fucking flying. Yeah. So you get a really cool. Go- I mean, they don't they don't um hold back, you know. Oh, they it's a hard art. Oh yeah, and they all have names like uh, from where they're from, <laughs> mm. you know. Uh, what the hell's just going on for that damn Twinkie? <laughs> um, and uh, you know the 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 house. You know we 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 heard about a, uh, a cameo, and we and we uh, we got it, which was really cool. Um, and it is just that it is not a role; it is a cameo. Yeah, but it's but cool. The scene, the scene when uh, shit, who is he talking about? At the, uh, I just saw him in, in, at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, how was it? He's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I rewound that shit and watched it again and again because yeah. just the way he was like, "I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl." Oh, really? How was it? He's a zombie. <laughs> just fucking out loud. Funniest moment of the film for me. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, yeah. I just registered. Well, I mean, they, they don't take it too seriously. I mean, they, you know, like Tony says, like when they're running by the cardio, right? He's just going around in circles in the gas station, and the one lady hit, the one zombie girl hits the O, and it falls off. It's mm-hmm. really clever that they, they keep things like that in there. But there was also, um, I'm trying to think, where they had the, yeah, like I said, don't hold back on the gore, which is really cool. And that's what people want to see in this cool zombie movie. They want to see, you know, like uh, different ways of killing a zombie, you know, or... Um... Well, and, and it also fits the theme of the movie. Or one of the things of the movie is, like, Woody Harrelson's character um, is like, you, you need to let go every once in a while and just trash a place. Because, yeah. you know, like, that's the so only way true. to stay sane. So, like, yeah. the only way he stays sane is trying to get zombie kill of the week. <laughs> get creative with his with his uh, zombie killing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the oh, world yeah, we live in. It's... Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just it just works, man. It's a lot of fun. Woody's great in it. Um, I must agree. Eisenberg has he's playing you know pretty much every role he does. He's got these rules and he's constricted, but he's alive, so obviously it's working for him. And you know, hopefully he can. Uh, Emma Stone could be the love interest, and they're like, all right, cool, you know. Like, and and it's what's really cool. And like, looking back at it now, is that they all came. They must have all had a great fucking time making this one because they all came back for the second one. Yeah, you know, um, or that or they pull a big ATM machine behind a big, you know. Big truck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Abigail was making. I don't know what she's been doing since this one. So I know Emma Stone's been busy. 
Eyes are yeah. busy. Woody's always busy, so um, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, man. It's it's really cool. Um, you know, a lot of cliches, but oh, oh, the, I remember where it was that one uh, uh, zombie coming out of the bathroom. He had fucking toilet paper stuck to his shoe. <laughs> yeah. mm. You know, just a little shit like that that you can, uh, you know, um, poke fun of. It, it just, yeah, there's little works. details. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the credits running through, it's, it's always very clever, too. So. so I can throw some numbers at you. Um, right. Zombieland cost $23.6 million to make box office. I don't know if this is domestic or worldwide. Made 102, um, and Double Tap cost 42 to 48 million, um, so almost double the budget, um, or yeah, right around double the budget. But it's not 150 million dollars, so I don't know that they threw that much money at it. Um, but yeah. Sorry if that disappointed you. Okay. No? <laughs> I'll say this. Um, All right. I think the strength of the film is the chemistry between Eisenberg and Harrelson and Stone to a certain degree. Um, the uh, Bill Murray cameo. You can say Bill Murray is on the fucking Wicked on IMDb okay. number six down on the list. Uh, and sort of the stylized that you mentioned. The sort of cinematography, the 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 sort of um, comedy horror part of it. Um, the screenplay is pretty thin. There ain't much to the screenplay. Oh. Uh, I mean, like you pointed out, you know, one guy's just surviving, the other guy's trying to get fucking uh, donuts, and the other two are, you know, Twinkies. Get to... it right, yo. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I mean, it's essentially uh, a video game, right? Because they have infinite ammo, like right? And they just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like Tony said, trying to get the kill of the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I remember uh, as I was watching, I was kind of like, eh, I mean, this ain't great. I mean, it's fun, but it ain't great. I mean, it doesn't, I feel like it does what a lot of other movies have done before it and done after it. And it just does it slightly better than most of those movies. Some of the jokes hit just a little bit better. Um, the practical effects are very good. There's no like blatant bad CG or scenes. Um, it, uh, you know, again, the sort of uh, the dialogue that's written for an Eisenberg, he plays that role so well, just sort of that, you know, nerdy. Um, but his rules have kept him alive, you know, and Woody Harrelson plays that badass so well. Um, and so the, the strength is it, the movie is the individual parts are kind of like, yeah, they're fine. And then when you combine them all, it's, it, it works out a, a little bit better than what kind of seems on paper. And as I'm watching the movie, I'm kind of like, yeah, this isn't, it's not bad, but at the same time, it's not great either and maybe i'm just not the big zombie you know aficionado um don't get me wrong i had a good time with the movie i'm not uh, you know this is certainly a dollar uh but this is definitely not a slater for me and it doesn't make me super excited to see double tap um it you know i'm like what what just more hijinks and sue kind of thing you know are you gonna double down on the comedy are you gonna double down on the action like but at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what 
the sequel is going to bring to the table kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I know, right? It's going to, they kind of almost blow your load on the first one, right? How, how much more clever can you do? Like, do they get saved? Do they go to a sanctuary? You know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah, yeah. is, is, is it going to be a lot of the same stuff? It's probably. It does mm-hmm. have a seven or uh shit, I just saw it. Where is it? 7.3 on IMDb, double tap, as opposed to the original 7.6. And the you know I you know me and the IMDb inflated at the beginning of its release, so hmm. I'll be curious to see what Double Tap is six months from now. But um, yeah, I mean it's worth a dollar for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. And you get to see Amber Heard go all fucking batshit zombie, yeah, right? Yeah. Fun. Bone sticking out of her leg. Uh-huh. Are you Tony? Well, you know, Uh-oh. I've seen this multiple times now, and I enjoyed it. And I didn't feel I, 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 I my enjoyment level was pretty consistent throughout it. I might give us later. That was a fucking movie. Because I could watch oh, it again. Shit. There you go. Fucking up everyone's, um, fucking up everyone's timetable. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's got fucking cartoony piano landing on zombies. I mean, it's got, yes, <laughs> you need, right? It's fucking, it's cartoon, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's everyone that's seen zombie movies, like, all right, what can we do? What, you know, how can we kill them? You know, we have a clown zombie, you know, it's like, things we hadn't seen before, so it's cool. It's very unique, yeah. The makeup effects on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's really well done, yeah. I mean, everyone, yeah, dude, that's, that's anyone's special effects team is to be working on a zombie movie or any current, you know, monster movie. So it's, yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. Yeah. I watched it again. I liked it. Uh, yeah. I'm curious to see the cycle just cause I mean, how much more can they do? I mean, it's cause it's not like they're never in danger, but it's full on comedy, right? Cause it never right, seems right, like yeah. they're in danger. It's just adventure comedy horror, but they have like, like it's not like we're walking down with like they're scared or a video game where you run out low on ammo or food and you're like fuck this they don't ever seem like that at you're, all. you're never you're never Heisenberg always seems clean worried for the main cast right like, yeah yeah you know that you they're... feel they'll be safe yeah yeah that's an ultimate it's one of those cool like four player games you should play at Chuck E. cheese you know you can play as Vorda, which uh, any of them and uh how come they haven't made one already it'd be amazing it's <laughs> killing zombies so i also give um how much is the price of a Twinkie? A dollar? Boom. Giving it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, all right. Let's see how they did. This is Jacksonville calling in for Zombieland. Uh, I know uh, I'm in this other movie and it's a horrible accent, and I know I don't sound like Woody Harrelson, but I, I'm Jacksonville. I'm not Tyler Hassie. So I'm going to say... MCP, he picked this thing on Gosh Darn Movie. I'm going to say he gave it a high dollar. I know it's fun. It's a good time. I don't know if he gives it a Slater. MCP's been kind of surprising me, but he gives it a high dollar. Fonzo gives it a Slater. I'm not doubling down. And I'm going to say, what is that, Honky Holly Martin? I'm sorry. I got that from my, uh, the guy that called him for me. For me. <laughs> 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 I'm going to say he, I'm going to say he gave it a dollar, and I'm going to get a bet on this. A little move around her. I'm gonna say you guys. I'm gonna uh, say I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet two dollars, uh, two points, two points. So that's a, a dollar for MCP, a fucking 
Slater, double down on Brother Fonzo. And mm. Hunk Halliman, I'm going to say he gives it a dollar. And I uh, hope you guys have a great show. Bad boys for life. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, damn. Look at that. So, I, I'll say this. I struggled uh, with giving him the point for the accent. But because he did so poorly. <laughs> 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 and he did so well on Black Klansman and didn't gamble. Uh, I'm going to give him the point for the accent because hey. he, he shit the bet on this one. Because um, <laughs> he ended up losing a point. Because he fucked up Tony's Slater slash dollar. He fucked up Fonzo's and then doubled down on it. Mm. He got my dollar. Uh, so I'm going to give him the point for the accent. So he gets two points. He loses a point for the double down, and he loses two points for the gambling. So that's going to put him at 26 from last week, and then I'll give him the five points. So he is total for the week, 31. Cool. Next time, gamble on uh, uh, gamble on the certified D. Just might save your life, bro. Mm. All right. Moving on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's the zombie. Wow. Has that uh, been done before? The, the, does anyone here speak zombie? <laughs> Not quite. That's all that. I thought she was singing that Sharon. It's just clearing her throat. So, if y'all don't speak zombie, I'm going to translate from my girl Sasha. That's what I call this little zombie voice. I do Sasha. That's my Sasha voice. Um, she says certified Donaldo for Zombie Land for the uh -huh. extra credit. And we're going to bet two more points on that. Okay, y'all? Happy hollow fucking ween because we ain't going to talk to you again next week, I don't think. Um, yeah. The way I figure it, but uh, yes, uh, certified Donaldo for both movies, betting two points on both movies, and you know it's gonna be what's gonna be. Anyway, love you all. Happy Halloween. Bye. See what y'all see what y'all did. See what you did, Harley. It's all your fault. She did good, um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, she didn't do too good. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> this fucking guy. Hey, know, hey I'm this... a fan, but not a, not a big fan. <laughs> I'll go ahead she and did finish, good, finish the but not great. So yeah, um, he might be a dick, but he's no cock. He did. She got three points in total. She got the accent. She got two points. Uh, she did better than Art did. But she did lose two points. So she got the two points for gambling on yeah. Black Klansman, but she lost those two points. So, But she did a lot better than she did last week. So she went from 23 to a total right now of 31. Wow. But oh. the game's still young because, you know, we're playing at 2,500. And uh, <laughs> That's right. you never know. That's right. You're still in it. 
Um, just just to interrupt this episode, have you guys right. seen the post on the messenger at nine forty-three? Uh, no. <laughs> what what are we yeah. missing from Chris? <laughs> Yeah. D, he just said you came from the country with dirty brown people. So Honduran is a compliment from him. Oh no, am I revealing insider secrets? I should live cat live cast this podcast for money for points. Oh someone's trying to sell your points. Oh, that dirty wife of mine. I knew she I knew she had some black in her. <laughs> <laughs> Just heads up, man. Well, I tell you what, she she didn't do a very good job because uh, these these clans haven't aren't doing so well. Yeah, no shit. At least on the second half. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see what this this caller. I don't remember who was third. Two. Donaldo. Um, never seen the first one. Mm-hmm. I check out this one. I seen the trailer. Actually, looks pretty cool. But I think Fonzo's going to give it a dollar. Actually, I think all three of you guys going to give it a dollar. So yeah, those are my picks. Take it easy, guys. Forty. <laughs> so he scored four points for the whole week. So he had twenty-four. So let's go put him up to twenty-eight. I mean, he's still close. I mean, shit. Yeah. You got you got Angie and Art tied at thirty-one, and D at twenty-eight. So, you know, he's playing it safe and sound, but uh, that might pay off in the end. Oh, hi there. Um, I'm uh, Jesse Sarah. Um, I play in films such as... Yeah, <laughs> nice call. Nice callback. Yes. That's worth the point right there. And that's me, Jesse Sarah. Uh, you talked about me in episode 37 of the Bad Boys podcast. Wow. Um, I think... So, in listening to episode 37, Harley, he says, quote, this is a flawless movie. And, quote, it is kick-ass. So, (laughs) I said that? That doesn't sound like you. I call Shanae. I don't know. There's no way he said that. No way. He's going to give this film a Slater. Is he talking about me? Yes. And I'm going to double down on that. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, what is happening Tony? right now? Ah, that hurts. Like he went through, he went through the effort to do homework and read up on. Oh, this. I think Art did too. Dang. Didn't Art say something about? He was listening to the podcast, the early podcast too. Yeah, he did. He well, he said he listened to 36, not 37. Oh, okay. But it just goes to show you don't remember shit. No, I don't. <laughs> well, did I give it a Slater back then? Um, it was someone's. I think it was someone's extra. I don't think we actually reviewed it. Oh, it may, it may have been your extra. Hmm. Maybe I was setting you up for issues in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Tony, but I'm going to give him a Slater and double down on that too. Oh, 
Wait, he just gave Tony a Slater and doubled down, right? He sure yep. did. Oh, snaps. Way to go, Reed. Oh. And, yeah, what the hell. Make it a double down Slater for Fonzo as well. And up. <laughs> Let's see if he gambles anything. I'm going to bet 20 points. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 Anyway, I'm pretty tired, guys. I went to a wedding over the weekend. Oh, no. Weddings can be exhausting. But I was I was doing the filmography, so I wasn't drinking a lot. Um, but that was fun. Oh, what was that? Anyway, that oh. was my weekend. I'm hoping to hear yours now. Bad boys for life. I want to say you're having a good weekend. Ooh man, that was a that was a wild ride. That was a doozy. <laughs> Weren't you just saying, Harley, you wanted somebody to I was saying it. I, I this oh, Yeah, awesome. you were saying it. Just dropped it. Boom. Hey, we're I here to they, hey they're here to play, right? They're here yes. to fucking gamble, right? Yes, I love it. They know it. what they're doing. I'm just annoyed because I gotta do a bunch of fucking math. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom line. Uh you heard it you heard it, folks. Uh huh. Yeah. Start dropping them bombs. Uh huh. I heard dropping dongs. Yeah, <laughs> drop those too. Yeah, a lot of fucking dicks in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Art has a grand total of seventeen points. Are they going backwards? Art you does. Say, I mean, Reed. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, come on. You have one job. Yeah. Because he, he had 32. He lost 20, so that puts him at 12 plus 5, 17. Now, he could double Beautiful. down on that next week uh, and, yeah. and get it all back. So... Yep. It's a beautiful game. It's not the end of it, but that was a big setback, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Damn. And I feel Ooh. bad, too, because he was, like, doing his homework and shit on it. I know. That's, uh, start off so strong, and then, he, like... He did his homework, so he felt so confident. That's what it was, huh? Yeah. It just goes to show, nine years, how, how much we can change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Harley hasn't, but... Oh, yeah. Harley has. Dude, he was going Apparently around the Apparently, he thought it was like a beautiful film. Yeah. It just changed. It was cinem- cinematic he, history. He, he let off the gas before he, he went to the finish line. What the fuck is this shit? Do it. He was waving around, blowing kisses, and didn't even cross the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the guy who, like, comes up short. Oh, you know, there's actually be... there's a there's a runner who did that 
like he thought that he crossed the finish line and it was actually another like 100 feet ahead oh. yeah luckily the the second place guy he felt bad and so he's like hey hey it's up there and let let him like run in front of him oh like, interesting like true like yeah true sportsman right. but i was like fuck oh. that would suck I'd have been, I would have fucking kicked him in the nuts and then and ran around. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Can't wait to see Harley and Harley. Harley. <laughs> Whew. All right. That was a, that was a doozy. Mm-hmm. Or, I, I, I'll say this about Reed, man. He swings for the fences. Hey, fucking A, man. That's it. You know? Sometimes that fence is like just the one behind the batting cage. (laughs) (laughs) Swing and a miss. I'm not saying he hits home runs every (laughs) (laughs) day. You're saying you're Myers tenacity. He he swings for the fences for sure. Love it. He's a bad boy. Yeah, for sure. Don't ever change Reed. We love it. Absolutely not. So let's see. What are we? Uh, so are we at for next week? No, not next week. The following week. I mean, the following week. Sorry. But yeah, I got two in mind. Um, I just saw the trailer for this one. It looks really cool. Um, I just don't know if you guys. I don't want to bring you guys out on zombie movies, but it's a cool, different take. It's called Little Monsters. I remember this movie. I've seen it. No, it's not the one you're thinking of. It's oh. 1989 Little Monsters? No. Oh, 2019. Yeah. 2019 Little Monsters. Yes. I think that's what it's called. Or Little yeah, yeah. Yeah, Little Monsters. Hey, read the synopsis real quick to Tony. Uh, a washed-up musician teams up with a teacher and a kid's show personality to protect young children from a sudden outbreak of zombies. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Yes, dude, the trailer is hilarious. <laughs> uh, we got that one. So, I'm, I, You know what it is? It's a mixer of, uh, of both of your guys' movies. So it's, it, Tony's is like that pick, Tony's pick. And then that other one was that one with the guy from Atlanta. I'm, trying to see, I'm gonna look it up. Oh, this is going to be a tough sell. It's a, a, an Australian filmmaker. Oh. I don't know how kind Reed's going to be on that one. (laughs) And then the other one I I always wanted to see, it seems kind of quirky, written directed by a guy named Boots Riley, and it was that movie Sorry Sorry to Bother You. Damn, fucking typing loud and fast. (laughs) Thanks for muting yourself, dude, by the way. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for taking Uh, your own goddamn advice. In an alternate present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer Cassius Green discovers a magical key to professional success propelling... Oh, I love this. <laughs> I'm all about this one. Terry Crews, Patton Oswald. Oh, that fucking... Dude, that wrestling video you showed me of... Uh... Oh, fucking Bill Burr doing that commentary? Oh, that was dude. so... I'm... You have to go back and watch it, dude. The way just and think about it, he was describing it too, like on the radio or on a podcast. Um, scripted. Right. This wasn't part of his stand-up. No, okay. this was him just fucking telling a fucking story. Yeah. It was. It's amazing, huh? Just that funny. He was yeah. so 
Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> I love Melbourne, dude. That guy is so funny. I knew you'd appreciate that. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, no, I'm, well, thank you very much. <laughs> so where you at, Tony? I like, this, I like the zombie one. Ah, oh, damn it. I knew you were going to yep. do that. Son of a bitch. I knew he was going to do that to me. God damn it. <laughs> uh, where's a coin? I got to flip a coin. This is too hard. But... Uh, well, no, they're what? both written. They're both written and directed by the same person. Oh, is it really? Yep. Damn it. So I can't use that. Well, you know what? I'll, you know what? I'll hold on to that one because you guys seem kind of interested. If you guys don't have one, you guys can use it. I'm gonna do a little monsters because it's October, and it yeah. wouldn't be good. It yeah. wouldn't be yeah, right yeah, yeah. if it I fits, wouldn't pick a It fits movie. the month. Yeah, and I already told uh, um, crew we're gonna watch it for our Friday movie. Um. So yeah, let's go with that one. All right. But Harley, if you want to use this one for yours next time, feel free. Yeah. Because you seem like you're interested. Or, yeah. you, got, or you got a long ass flight, you can watch it. it well, yeah. You can afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so, okay. Um, yeah, it just seemed like the premise seemed interesting. So. Right. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I think it's time to see some quirky, some different like that, you know? Yeah, that's all good. But this one just seems too cool not to watch. It just. <clears throat> I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, this looks awesome. Okay. And I am going to go long. Now, this might be homework for you guys, but sucks to be you. You son of a bitch. Um, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's fun. Tony, have you seen it? Yeah. Fonzo? Oh. No, I didn't think so. Yeah, you never got around to watching it. All right. So finally I'll watch it now. Now you will. And you got two weeks to watch it. And that's how long it'll take. Two weeks! <laughs> watch it on the big screen. Oh, have... hovering, hovering over that button. I was waiting, man. Wait, waiting for it. <laughs> what, um, are we, what are we going? What? what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. I have not. I watched it in, in the movie theater. I, probably, I think that's the last one you saw in the theater. Uh, well, I just saw the... the the Joker. Um, I was thinking about it. I was like, is this the last movie? No, I saw something else in the theater too. It was like smaller. I can't remember what it Transformers was. Transformers 29. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, Harley's flight leaves in about a few hours. So, yeah, uh, yeah. There we go. How's y'all's weekend? Uh, I'll continue. I'll start mine because I kind of started yeah. earlier. Um, yeah, we just, uh, one of the, it was, someone's birthday and we celebrated it um friday night i think friday night saturday night. So secret. No, they don't, someone has doesn't have a name uh chris from our friend group he uh had his birthday last week but then i got sick and so we couldn't hang out and so then we just hung out this week uh they brought over jenga and um we played jenga and we played it we for some some reason someone mentioned elimination and I was like, and we were all like, "Ooh, yeah, that's different. Let's do elimination." Man, that's so boring when you're the first person out. Oh shit! <laughs> I, was I was the first one out. I was the first one out. Were you yeah. drunk? Uh, no, I was on. I was on my way. I wasn't quite there yet, but might as well have been because. Yeah, when you just, fast, is it when you and you drink alcohol? Is that is it harder now? Like it'll hit you drunk faster. Quicker? Yes, it'll. It will. It will get you faster. Gotcha. Um, I mean, I wasn't it'll faster. What? Have you ever broken a fast on alcohol, Tony? Yes. It, really? Yes. What does it, that do? It just hits you f- instantly. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. You take a shot and you're blessed. Oh. Yeah, and like exactly, it's just it's just right away. When you start, not, were, you, were you drinking everybody else's drinks? Uh, no, no. Uh, so actually, I have um, since we found peanut butter whiskey, I don't I don't care to get drunk. Like, yeah, there's a there's a whiskey that's made down here called Screwball, and it's peanut butter flavored oh, whiskey. And uh, it's it's it has the consistency, uh, you know, the viscosity of uh, Fireball, but it tastes like peanut butter. It's fucking amazing. And I don't want to drink anything else, but I also don't want to pound it. I just want to sip it. And so I can I, I mean, I don't get drunk. I get buzzed and I just I just maintain it. It's 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 nice. It's 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 because it's it's tastes good. And I just want to enjoy the flavor so I don't get shit faced. So, yay me, and I don't steal people's drinks. So, yay, you know, my friends, um, <laughs> and anyone else around years, me. <laughs> I think in the ten years we've been doing this podcast, we're really seeing Tony mature. <laughs> <laughs> like episode you know, thirty, dude was passed uh, out on his motorcycle. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. You, you listen to Zombieland first review, and he was like, you know, taking a couple of drinks here and there, not stealing that many people's drinks. Twenty nineteen. He's still motherfucking doing the same goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go never change. Stay golden, pony boy. That's right. So, yeah, that was like the main highlight of the weekend. Um, wow. And then we didn't really do shit. Just uh, Lainey started a, um Instagram for the Turtles called Bash no and Crash. No fucking way. The Turtles have their own Instagram? Yeah, I thought it was... I thought it was... A waste of time, because <laughs> <laughs> that would be a waste of time. Because they're in a fucking tank, you know. It's like it's not like we could walk, take them for walks, or go to a park or anything. They're in a tank. Like there's only so many pictures you can take. Right. So, but hey, Laney's Laney's excited about it. So I'm like, you know what? More power to you. I mean, have fun. Yeah, well, this this will encourage us to be more creative or something, or you know, get them a get them a an, an upgraded tank sooner or something. So. That was the only. That was the other interesting thing that happened. That's it. Start a Kickstarter for the turtles, <laughs> right? And upgrade their tank. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's all I got. Nothing interesting. Hmm. Well, Joe. Uh, let's see. So. Yeah, you had the big one. All right. Yeah. Let me go first because okay. I, I didn't do shit. Uh, we just be getting ready for the trip. We leave. Um. The reason we we're skipping a week, I don't know if we've, I've talked about it before. Um, we're going to, we're flying to Switzerland tomorrow. Um, we have to leave here at the house at 8 a.m. to go down to Sacramento. Chris's parents are going to drive us into uh, halfway to San Francisco where we get on the uh, subway because we don't want to drive all the way to San Francisco because the nightmare the traffic is. And um, so we got to get on the subway, the BART. Uh, the uh, Fruitvale Station, <laughs> the bar. and um, and then we get on a plane at 7 p.m. Um, and then we fly for 10 hours to uh, London, England, and then for we get like I think an hour, hour and a half layover, and then another two-hour flight to Switzerland, which will put us in Geneva at like 7 p.m. But we just were in the air for, you know, 12 plus hours. So uh, if I can't sleep on the plane, I'm going to be fucked. <laughs> because, you know, 
Um, yeah. If I can sleep on the plane at least a little bit, I'll be okay. Um, you take some drugs for it? Like, take yeah, some melatonin? I don't, take some, uh, take some yeah. antihistamine? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I haven't historically taken anything, but... Uh, I might. Chris has got. Chris has got some stuff. I might. I might. I'll, I'll tell yes. you. In the, I'll see how it goes. <laughs> hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, and then we won't. We won't be back until um, the following, like Wednesday, the day before Halloween. Um. So yeah. So Mazzy will still get a chance to 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 trick or treat. She got her Halloween costume. We just ordered her one. We're lazy. Oh wow. Chris, Chris made her Halloween costume like, like two or three years in a row. She's got like, like fifty hours in the fucking Halloween costume, you know, to wear for right. one hour. So we were like, <laughs> "Fuck, let's just fucking order one online, you know, for twenty five bucks or some shit." So, uh, but she was super happy. So, um, That's cool. yeah, so she's looking forward to that, and, and uh, yeah, so um, next next time we record, I'll I'll try to give you the rundown on on our trip. Nice. Very cool. But yeah, you you had your trip this weekend. Yeah, I uh, yeah for Jono's uh, bachelor party, we went to uh, Blue Water Resort and Casino in Parker, Arizona. Parker, uh, Arizona. We are located on the shores of the Colorado River in uh, Parker, Arizona. We provide exciting nine-stop casino action, a hundred-plus slip marina for boating fun, two hundred deluxe rooms and suites. A variety of dining options. Uh, what else they got? They got a uh, pool with a fantastic water slide and a view of the river. And uh, yeah, they they go to this spot. Um, it was fun a lot of times, but never in the like in uh, October in the fall like this. Usually it's the summer, super busy, super hot, 110. So it wasn't too hot this time, but still enough to chill in the water. And uh, yeah, man, it's really cool, cool little spot. Um, you know, people take their boats out there and go uh, just you know just go riding, chilling. And then there's also, um, you know, get your gambling on in the casinos. And uh, they got the restaurants in there. And they got this huge indoor, like, three pools with, like, a water slide. And um, I didn't realize there was a webcam. I would have I would have told uh, Amy and the kids to get on and see if they could have seen us. I just looked, clicked on it right now. I'm like, oh, shit. That's totally, like, while we were sitting at it, they could have probably gotten a, a good view. Um, yeah, so, it, you know, if you are if you're, if you like to gamble, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm a tight wall with money, so I don't really like to gamble. But when you start winning, you get this itch, and it's really hard, you know, to, like, stop. But hmm. I did stop, you know. I mean, I was just sitting there watching them play, and I was totally fine just watching them play. And then uh, they would hand me randomly hand me chips to play. I'm like, all right, I'll, you know. So there's one place. There's one called Spanish 21. You guys ever play that? No. Nope. It's pretty much blackjack, but they removed the 10, and you have, like, a side bet you can put down. So if you get like in the so the last blackjack you had if your cars match twenty, you would get payday. And this other one, Spanish twenty one, how did it work? You had to have uh, a matching card. So if say you you know you had a three, the dealer put out a three, you automatically won. And it was like different odds to it. Um, you have to be really fast at counting, which I suck at, and especially if you had a few couple beers in the sun, it makes it even harder. And oh, these yeah. dealers just fucking throw cards down for really fast. And I'm still like. I'm, I my dumbass has my fingers outside underneath the table trying to count. This guy's just <laughs> looking at me, ready to count, and I'm like, I'm like, hold on, man, I'm still at six, seven, eight, nine. I'm like, do I hit? Do I stay? You know, and yeah. I, I, I feel pressure, like I, I need to hurry up. 
And because the dealers, they count so fucking fast every goddamn time. They don't, they don't count. It's memorized. Well, yeah. I mean, that's probably so. Yeah, they see two numbers. And go, okay, this is it. You know. So it's just it's just wild. I mean, I mean, it, I can see how it can be fun, but it's like I just hate seeing like the chips dwindling down to like Stress. nothing. You know, or or, or or if you're on a machine, right? You, you put in like say twenty. It starts going down, going down. And of course, right before it's like ends, you're at five or four. You win a big, huge hit, right? It's like, oh, I'm back in it, right? Um, I did that. John gave me here. Here's 20 bucks played. I'm like, are you sure? Like, yeah, here. Like, all right. Start playing, start playing. I get down to like five bucks. And then I won, uh, um, I think I won 40. I got a bonus or something. It put me back to like 60. So once I had 60, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm done. Cash that motherfucker out. <laughs> Game is twenty back, and I try to give him. Uh, oh no, I think I won. I think I won eighty because I wanted to give him like forty. You know, I want to give him the twenty that he gave me, an extra twenty for you know. I wanted to split it with him. And he's like, no, no, that's yours. I'm like, dude, not mine. It was your goddamn twenty in the first place. For like, this is ours. And he was like, no, I'm like, okay. So I just I stopped right there. Right there was this one machine. Like, oh here, dollar. I wanted to pull the big ass wheel on the you know on the slot machine. If one of those ones where they just had a gigantic wheel pull down lever put a dollar in that get one five bucks and i'm like catching that motherfucker out right now if i win <laughs> more than what i put in i'm 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 like nope you ain't getting my you know yeah um but they're so good at playing 21 and they you know they know what like you know just they kept thinking the swingers on oh baby you always you always double down on 10 you always and john fred was like not just, just not in this case you don't he's like nah baby you always do no i'm just saying that on this one you don't and he's just keeps going no nah, but you always <laughs> And it's funny. It's true. Like, uh, there's always, like, the deals, you know, some deals are really quick. They're real helpful. Um, some are just, like, you know, straight face, like, I ain't helping you for shit. You, you better, you better count, you know? Um, so yeah, so that was, that was, that was pretty, that was pretty fun watching, um, doing that. And then just hanging on the water, man. He had a cool inflatable, um, cornhole. So, you know, doing that plan. Just, uh, I think I drank more beers that weekend than I have in, like, this whole last five months or maybe even a year. <laughs> those cats can put them back dude it's pretty funny i mean it's course light so it's like water anyways mm-hmm. you know? but then once he's once they switch it up to fireball whiskey shots mm. that's when the party was started you know so <laughs> uh, it's funny because we talk about it after like hey uh you remember at night you said he's like dude i don't remember how we got back to the hotel it's like i was playing see that was the other thing they're drinking and they're still playing the game i've only had a couple beers and i'm and i'm like having a hard time trying to count so it's like fuck this you know but I can see excitement, you know, where you do start, you're on a streak. You don't want to stop, right? Mm-hmm. So Years you know, ago, I used to play, this is before I moved up here, so, you know, yeah. 15 plus years ago. Remember when uh, You used Texas to play poker all the time, right? Yeah, so that was a big thing, was I used to play Texas Hold'em a lot. Mm-hmm. And we played some casinos, we played a couple tournaments, like, and I was, I played real, real conservative, so I always did okay um especially when i'd play around people that played real loose and wild always break even or some shit huh i'd always break even or or get my money back or you know maybe maybe play a little uh, make a little money so um i I was a pretty decent poker player um amongst shitty poker players (laughs) uh and then i played a couple house games uh up, up here when after i moved up here and but the dudes up here they like they like wanted to play like they wanted to like make their rent kind of right. thing. You know? Yeah. And that wasn't me. I was kind of like, just kind of having fun and they're all smoking cigarettes and drinking beers and shit, but they were taking it really serious. But the point of the story was a lot of people I'd play poker with would drink and gamble. 
Mm-hmm. And I always was like, dude, that is not a good recipe. <laughs> like, no, but that's the thing, right? So you're playing the cocktail waitress. Cocktails? Cocktails? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know? Before you give another drink, give another drink. Yeah, look at Vegas. I mean, that place yeah. is... They played four hours. They were playing for four hours. Fuck that. But you're right. And I think I think when when you got a buzz and you start to win... We feel oh, confident. It's all, oh, it's all... You're the king you're, of the world. Yeah, king of the world. So... Uh-huh. Um, but then, yeah, then your um, your anxiety or your like your um, your confidence, you know, with having liquid courage, will you know go? You know, what, fuck that. Let me put two chips down here. Or let me put dips. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, that's the recipe for disaster. Yeah. Or it could be the other way, right? Because yeah, everyone's how, breaking how, even. Like his brother won three hundred, he won one seventy five. How many times it's, does it end in disaster? Oh, I'm sure a lot. Yeah. You know? I mean, Vegas was built on those tiers. Yeah. <laughs> right for this guy, right? So we did that, and then we all went in the water. We're playing a game that his family always plays where it's like a, it's a movie game where you have, you choose one actor, you kind of name a movie they're in, and you just go back and forth um, with everyone playing. And uh, let's just say I won three out of four games. Thank you very there much. There you go. Yeah, so uh what else do we do yeah so it was cool man he had a good time and uh, that's all that matter you know wanted to make sure he had a good time and uh at one point these two boats pulled up to us like they pulled up like you know you just pull up right to the sand you know right where the the little lot we were at and they're playing like the most obscure they were playing like 90s like they were playing um the thong song by cisco came on um uh this one fucking uh shaggy song um, for some reason, I feel like Tony likes this song. I'm trying to think. Um, what the hell is it called? The it the original Mister Shaggy, Lava? Bombastic, Mr. Bombastic. How does it go, Mr. Bombastic? Mr. Bombastic. Really oh, fantastic. Yeah, I yeah we were just listening scary. to it this weekend too. Play it, Tony. Find that shit. I think that's. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't me. Was a song. Yeah, that it wasn't me. That's. That's a is that the same no, one? That's, that's, that's a that, no. That's that's Shaggy, but it's a different song. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. they were playing that one. Yeah, it was just like, what the hell? They're playing the most obscure songs. Um, but yeah, but yeah, no. But it was a good time, man. Like I said, uh, I can see I can see taking the kids back and, and having to you know, enjoy that pool. But the one thing I can't enjoy is all that goddamn cigarette smoke. Oh, <sighs> yeah. I don't know how the people that work there just fucking inhale like it's fucking nothing, you know, unless they smoke. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I think if I went to a customer's home and they were smoking the entire time I was there. I'm like, what the fuck? That's what it smells. You know what I mean? Your cocktail waitress, your bartender, you're, at the restaurant, you're, you're smelling cigarette smoke the whole time, you know? And I've seen these, and I've seen these people that are just like super comfy. They're leaning back. They got their cocktail. They got their feet up and just playing, pushing that button, pushing that button, spinning the wheel, you know? Junkies. Or people, yeah, dude, people like, you know, all week long they go to, you know, they go to work and on the weekends they go to their casinos and just try to win money, right? I, uh, there's an indie casino up here. I went and had lunch there once a couple, uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. And, uh, smoking is allowed inside. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a big building with a bunch of like noisy ass slot machines. Right. Uh-huh. And, you know, and I was like, fuck, man, get me out of this place. Why did you <laughs> have to go to lunch? Uh, it's just a friend of mine. We went for a motorcycle ride and yeah. we just stopped there. Yeah. It was, it's a brand new casino. They just built it like two years ago. Okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. So, um, but, uh, oh, and then, so like the following day I'm at work <clears throat> and I'm listening to my coworkers and I'm listening to my coworkers that get like $15 an hour. 
right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are talking and they're like scratching their neck about going, right? Yeah, I'm going to go on Friday and uh, I promise myself I'm only going to gamble $200. But you know how it goes. I always uh-huh. do it. And I'm like, I got dude, immediately everywhere there. <laughs> dude, like, you're going to fucking lose. I mean, you know, you got to gamble your retirement before, you know, the end of the night. It's yeah. like, yeah, man, it's an addiction for a lot of people, for sure. Absolutely. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good time. And um, think about going back this summer, taking the family there, taking the kids. I'm sure they'd love that sliding pool area. Um, but again, it's like I said, it's it's a whole fucking smoke thing. It sucks everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Close Even if you're a smoker, like you probably don't like it. <laughs> oh, dude. No, every, every machine I went to, there was somebody sitting there with a fucking ashtray and smoking. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like a It's like a place where they can go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like it's just old timey, right? You can sit there and uh, smoke indoors. Um, but yeah, but no, it was a lot of fun. John had a lot of fun. That's what was the important part. Um, they're so fun. They're just like giving the, the dealer some shit, and they're talking back to them, and, and they're back back and forth. And it's just so funny how like you're just watching casino, you know. And then I would see the guys that the, they would do rotate. The, the deals would rotate every once in a while, and they did they do that motion where they put their hands on the table. Do the clap? They flip them back and forth. I don't know if like to see if they don't have cards or the cheating or something, you know. And we appear you going clapping. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? What are you doing? You know, they just get all this every time they would do that. It just kind of cracked me up. Um, um, but yeah, man, it was a lot of fun though. So it was cool. But I, yeah, I'm exhausted. That was, oof, that was pretty long. Yeah. So there. when did you get back? Uh, today. I got four thirty-five. Oh. Yeah. And how long? How long was so the drive? Crazy. Like four hours? No, that's not too bad. Yeah. I, I, on, we got we got to drive four hours just to get to fucking Chris's parents' house that are going to drive us another hour and a half to get on a subway for an hour. Oh man. Yeah. Enjoy that. Well, I'll let you get. We'll let you get some sleep. Yeah, yeah I appreciate appreciate getting yeah. on early too. Oh no, of course. So yeah, so four seventy four is just in the bags. We just randomly rented all things movies. I've been your boy Fonz. Day we ride together. Partly, we uh, smoke cigarettes and gamble together. (laughs) MCP, bad boys for life.